Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. An Erio's original. And welcome to Web Crawlers. This is our Friday mini episode. And for all of October, we are going to bring you everything spooky, creepy, scary, the paranormal, and the occult, uh, just to keep you extra terrified for the month ahead. I am Allie Siegel. I am Melissa Stetton. Okay, well, I'm producer Marie. <laughs> oh. Oh, I'm fuck, I forgot. Alyssa Skelton. I'm Allie Seagull. Okay, so obviously Allie's in a mood. I can't tell what it is. I think I'm, like, tired, but I don't quite know. And I had to restart my... I had to reinstall everything on my computer. And you know how sometimes it's like, this will take 13 minutes. And then, like, an hour and 45 minutes later, it's still loading. They always lie to you. It's just crazy uh, what these people do. Anyways, first and foremost, I think we need to discuss something with Maria. Because what is this insane text that Maria sent us earlier today? My blue blockers? Huh? No, 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 no. This has to do... Insane text. The one that says I'm ready whenever you guys are? I mean, that was pretty crazy. <laughs> oh, 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 yes. I want yes. to read this text verbatim. Yes. Because she said... I look like a celebrity who puts on their glasses and then does like a Zoom thing. And like, it's just <laughs> like, oh, I just woke up and I'm doing like a Zoom. You really do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Chris Evans just trying to like play it cool. <laughs> yeah, I do. Or like, you know, you look like Brad Pitt on that Fast Times at Ridgemont High read. Oh, yes. I know. I, know. I look like a male celebrity who's yes. doing a Zoom <laughs> call after he just woke up. Yeah. Okay, so Maria today out of nowhere texts us. I also didn't tell you guys. I solved an unclaimed person on the coroner's site, but they haven't gotten back to me and I'm afraid to call. Melissa goes, what? And she goes, (laughs) Maria goes, 
I looked into one of their unclaimed bodies and I found her, all of her nearest relatives. And I said, hmm, it's weird that you didn't tell us this immediately. So, um, Maria, will you tell us about this journey that you're on? Yeah, what's going on? Okay, so I've brought this up to you guys before that if you go on the coroner site, shout out to Gabby Dunn, newest yes. um, coroner of Los Angeles <laughs> City County, at least LA County coroner, Gabby Dunn. Um, if you go on their website, there's a whole section of unclaimed bodies. Now, an unclaimed body is different than an unidentified body. Let me break this down for you. Yeah, because really I made that mistake it. and you got you got pissed. Well, I didn't get pissed. I just said, no, I haven't solved a clayhead case. That would be that, <laughs> that takes a whole army of people. <laughs> so an unidentified body is like a clayhead. And we've gone into those. Those are the the. Right. Let me, yes. let me do this. They don't have okay. names. So, They're just bodies. They don't have names. It's like if someone, an unidentified body is, say you came across a skeleton on the side of the road, and then you weren't able to <laughs> identify who that's. say you came across a skeleton on the side, or like, you know. <laughs> came across a skeleton on the side of the road, and there's a whole website. There's actually like a wiki page dedicated to all the unidentified bodies, and like if they had a yeah. tattoo, or if they had jewelry, or if they wore like... Uh, a uniform or something it has all of that and then hopefully i think if they get enough information then they're able to do like dna testing and then figure out who the 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 person is anyway that's an unidentified body okay the unclaimed bodies is um actually um maybe even a little sadder Mm. um to me but i guess it's not fair to qualify but an unclaimed body is if someone dies and they have a name and they have, a, you know, a birth certificate, they have a death certificate, and uh, they end up at the coroner's office and no one comes to claim them. No one says, oh, right. I'm this person's mother wow. or brother or cousin or friend. They just are there and they're basically a forgotten person. Mm. But they have all of their name. That they have, they have all their in. They have their information. They have their date of birth. They have the you know everything about oh, okay. them. They have where they died. They have where they were born. So they have that. But if no one comes to claim them, then um, <laughs> if you could hear Viggles, if no one comes to claim them, I think the coroner's office keeps them for. Ali, you sent this article, but basically, I think they're kept at the coroner's office for three years. Wow, I think I didn't read the article. No, I just sent it. I read the title. <laughs> all you need and if no one claims them then once a year maybe or once every couple years they do this mass burial Mm. and i guess every coroner's office has this and they do this mass burial where they they bury all of these the ashes of these bodies that were unclaimed and people can go and pay their respects and um it's all very sad so anyway on the if you go on your local coroner's office website usually there'll be a section that says unclaimed bodies Mm. and so i went on there and it's very fun to do research on it because it's like my perfect thing is get my ancestry.com account ready get my newspaper.com ready yes and get Get melissa's family tree now out get get that tab up and running and um basically you just try to find relatives and friends through ancestry and news and if you can find like um like um like cases or like if they were um you know in the criminal right. yeah. department or whatever and so there was this one that seemed like pretty easy her name was barbara esterman and like i kept it took me about a day but i was like finding all her ancestral stuff and so then i 
I emailed them and I gave them all the ancestry information I had for her and they didn't get back to me. So I called them today and I said, hey, I had found her nearest and my new friend, my new best friend at the coroner's <laughs> office. Her name's Joyce. Um, she was like, you know, it's so funny. This person was claimed by a cousin, which I assume is the cousin I found. Wow. Um, but it had just been kept up on the website by accident. Oh. So then she was like, so, so going forward, why don't you just email me? the names of the people you're researching i'll let you know for sure if they're still unclaimed and so i did and so i have like eight names that are ready to go rearing and ready to go so you work for the coroner's office now you're an intern you're an intern <laughs> well i like to think of myself as just joyce's best friend and then like we saw <laughs> right. Jesus together this I is this is, this incredible. is our tv show here's our tv show we've been wondering what the pitch is and this is it. it's called unclaimed it's called Unclaimed. And yes. it's also the B story is always me realizing that I'm one of um, the unclaimed bodies myself. Um, but I'm just wa- Oh, like six cents. Um, no, I think it's just that I'm lonely and no one really cares emotionally oh, unclaimed. Oh, emotionally unclaimed. Yeah. And what what season does Joyce file a restraining order on you? <laughs> I think the next time I email it, yeah. I think because I emailed it, it the email will bounce back after. Yeah, Mailer Damon. Like, we just talked How about these names, She's and then like, you start searching for Joyce on Ancestry and finding her cousins. Yes. Yeah, I went. I went. I didn't find any of those names I sent you, but I did find your great uncle. <laughs> oh my god! And then you marry into Joyce's family, and then just start oh showing up at all god. her events. It's a dream. It's a dream to marry into the coroner's office. We shouldn't give too much away from our new series uh, coming soon to TLC. <laughs> Anyways, um, so that's, we'll keep you guys um, Yeah, that's exciting. I want to participate in that. You should. And uh, to be honest, I did come, so there is this thing called the um, unclaimed body. What uh, Basically, I came across this um, nonprofit organization where everyone gets together and they solve these cases together. But I went on there and there's too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. There's oh. too many cooks in the no, kitchen. You work alone. Everyone's got, everyone's trying to beat each other to it and being like, I got this, I got this. It's like, you know what? I need to do this for myself yeah. with the cases that you guys aren't looking at. Yeah. You gotta I, go I, deep. Whoa. Horny. So maybe on the Discord, if you guys want to start like an unclaimed, an oh, unclaimed person's thing, I'll add and, a you thing know, to it. Yeah. And you can do it through your own local coroner's office. We can we can see if we can find some some um That's fun. Let, yeah, let's crack some cases, man. Yeah, let's crack some cases, guys. Okay. Yeah. Well, there we go. Doing some good in the world. Today we are going to talk about two different things. One yes. is the Hammersmith ghost murder case, and then the second is something that is not that. <laughs> well, well, Perga has That's yeah. House It's German. Hausmannin. Hausmannin. Anyways, well, here is a little bit about the Hammersmith ghost murder case. Spooky. Yes. We, we should insert some like ghost sounds into Ooh, yes. into this. Uh, during three months in January 1804, local residents had been reporting multiple sightings of a ghost lurking around Hammersmith, London. But the case would take a shocking turn that would lead to a murder trial. Ooh. Uh-oh. Dun, dun, dun. dun. 
The Hammersmith ghost was first spotted in November 1802. It was supposedly attacking people, with several claiming to be grabbed by it around the Hammersmith churchyard. Ooh, it's a handsy ghost. Damn. Uh, me too. Descriptions varied, but most said it was tall and wore white. Some thought it was the spirit of a man who killed himself and had been buried in the Hammersmith churchyard. What's wrong, Allie? Um, nothing. I was just, it's honestly like I had a, I had a brain fart moment where I was like, did, was, did this guy own the churchyard? Like his last name is Hammersmith and the churchyard was named Hammersmith. But then I realized that he was just called the Hammersmith ghost because he was at the Hammersmith churchyard. So then I tried to hold it in, but then you asked me about what, what I was thinking about. So <laughs> well, then it looked I like to... you were, there was something going on in your head that was really It was distressing. wild. <laughs> it was either a stroke or like, I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't right. I couldn't let you go on like that. <laughs> oh, there we go. The belief was that suicide victims should not be buried in concentrated ground as their souls would not then be at rest. Two women, one elderly and the other pregnant, were reported to have been seized by the ghosts on separate occasions while walking near the churchyard. They were apparently so frightened that they both died from shock a few days afterwards. Oh. Some people were skeptical that this man was an actual ghost. One person said they saw the alleged ghoul discard a white tablecloth before running off. <laughs> Let me tell you, I don't think that this is a ghost. All my instincts point to this is not a ghost. Well, White clothes also happened to be worn by local bricklayer Thomas Millwood. Some people had gotten scared running into him at night thinking he was the ghost. His wife asked him to wear different clothes so he'd stop scaring people, and he refused. <laughs> Thomas, just wear black. You're scaring everyone. This is an insane story. The reports of a ghost. <laughs> it really is. Also, like, they're thinking so much of those ghosts that are just, like, sheets with, like, eyes cut out. Like, ghosts. <laughs> I've never heard a description of a ghost being just, like, it was huge and white. Um of a real ghost. The reports of a ghost led to several local citizens forming armed patrols since London didn't have an organized police force at the time. On January 3rd, local man Francis Smith decided he was going to look for this Hammersmith ghost and took a shotgun with him. Looney Tune. Yeah, like if he was if he was a ghost, why would he think a ghost would be killed with bullets? You know, if it was a ghost. That's it was the 1800s or whatever. They didn't they didn't think know. of this stuff. Yeah. While patrolling one night, Francis saw Thomas Millwood wearing all white walking home near Black Lion Lane. Francis, who had drank a few beers at this point, yelled to Thomas, Damn you! Who are you and what are you? Damn you, I'll shoot you! Oh my god, he thought Thomas was the ghost. Yeah. Francis then shot him in his jaw and killed him. Well, realizing it wasn't a ghost, Thomas was taken to the nearby Black Lion Inn, but it was already too late. <sighs> So Francis went on trial for willful murder. He confessed to shooting Thomas, but said that he genuinely believed him to be a ghost. And the judge said that Francis had neither acted in self-defense nor shot Thomas by accident. He had not been provoked by the supposed ghost, nor had he attempted to apprehend it. How do you apprehend a ghost? You put it in a net, Allie. The stupid question. Sorry. 
So Thomas had not committed any offense to justify being shot. And even if the supposed ghost had been shot, it would not have been acceptable as frightening <laughs> people while pretending to be a ghost was not a felony. But, yeah. it, was a, but it was a misdemeanor. It's a misdemeanor? Apparently it was a misdemeanor, frightening people. It's like causing a disturbance. Oh my God. Which merits only a small fine. Then this, this podcast is a misdemeanor. I know. I don't know how we're not in jail me either. So it was up to the jury to decide if you had thought that someone was a ghost, would that be good enough, a good enough defense against murder? And apparently it was. And they returned a verdict of manslaughter rather than murder. What's the difference? Manslaughter is, I believe you caused the murder, but, but it wasn't premeditated. I think it's like drunk driving, you get manslaughter, like you didn't plan on killing them, like it was an accident. So if you can kill a ghost, does that mean you can kill people who have ghosted you? Uh, Melissa, don't Uh. answer it. It's a trick. (laughs) Uh, 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 uh. (laughs) Yes. No. Yes. But that wasn't really a ghost, Allie. That's the whole thing. (laughs) I know. But didn't Melissa just say that they decided that if you think it's a ghost and you kill it, that that it's it's manslaughter? That's what they initially initially decided. The jury said that. But the judge wasn't happy. And he denied the jury from returning a verdict on the on the ground, stating that Francis believing... Okay, okay, I take it back, I take it back. <laughs> well, I, I believe that that's okay. If you're thoroughly thinking that you're acting in self-defense, then it should be seen... Uh, you, should, you should be responsible for the circumstances you believe yourself to be in. But this, I'll, I'll get this. There's something you're going to be very interested in. Okay, in yeah, we'll stop talking. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So the judge wasn't happy... And he denied the jury from returning a verdict on that grounds, stating that Francis believing Thomas was a ghost should not be considered a factor. The mm-hmm. jury were told to deliberate again and either convict him or clear him of murder. And this time they did deliver a guilty ver- verdict of murder. You can't do that as a judge, can you? Be like, uh, well, guys, I don't like your verdict. Yeah, that's true. They're, they could do whatever they no rules. wanted. Yeah. They didn't know yeah. what they were doing. They don't know what they were doing. They were killing people who they thought they were ghosts. They didn't have the yeah, internet. Crazy. Yeah, how do they? So this time they delivered a verdict of murder, and he was sentenced to death by hanging. Ooh. Uh, but his sentence was later reduced to a year in prison and hard labor. Those are two very different sentences. Two very different sentences. So this case would take another turn when a man named John Graham came forward claiming to have been responsible for at least one of the sightings of the ghost. He said that he had been annoyed that his apprentice was scaring his children with ghost stories and one night decided to dress up in a white sheet to scare the apprentice. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> this apprentice. And now this poor guy's been shot and another guy's in jail. <laughs> yeah. This fucking guy. So over time, the case faded into history. But the questions raised by the jury remained open. Like, can mm-hmm. you claim self-defense if you think a supernatural force is going to kill you? This is, this is a good question because, like, during that Ouija board prank, could I have killed <laughs> you and Maria? Me. Right. And it it would have been justified, I think. Yeah. So the implications of it were finally clarified during a case in 1984 called R versus Williams. Mm -hmm. So Williams had witnessed what he believed to be a man dragging a younger man violently across the street. 
And so Williams intervened and attacked the man he believed to be committing the crime. However, it turned out that the alleged assailant was actually trying to apprehend a suspect, Mm. a suspected thief, and he was not attacking him. He was the guy he was driving was a thief. So Williams was initially convicted of assault, but appealed on the grounds that he genuinely believed the victim was the one committing the crime, even if that was a mistaken belief. And so after considering the case, the judges agreed with this argument and they overturned his conviction. So he did not get uh I mean, I, for that. I understand that. I don't see how supernatural comes into that, but sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, this case actually set a legal precedent in the UK regarding self-defense, whether someone could be held responsible for their actions, even if they were the consequence of a mistaken belief. It was written into law in 2008. Wow. It's just such a tricky ground. Like, I feel like even if someone will, I was read that one more time, Allie. Just can you read that one more time? I didn't. The case actually set a legal precedent in the UK regarding self-defense, whether someone could be held responsible for their actions, even if they were the consequence of a mistaken belief. So it is. So that is what it is now that people can't be held responsible for a mistaken belief or they can be held responsible because that case in 1984, it was overturned. He wasn't convicted of assault because he thought the guy was dragging the other guy. But my concern is like, how do you prove it? Can you just you could lie and be like, oh, I thought that they were doing something terrible. But if there's no motive behind it, I mean, I think you'd have to look case by case and you'd have to. It would have to be. Well, that's what I was going to say. Let's be real, especially like when you think of things like systemic racism. And I don't think we should get into this whole thing, but it's obviously like a real case by case basis as it comes to self-defense. I'd say the evidence has to be like extremely overwhelming. Yeah. I mean, it is crazy. This is like. Someone thinks someone's a ghost because they're dressed like a ghost, but they weren't even dressed like a ghost. They were just dressed in their uniform. Well, that's what happens if you wear white after Labor Day. Exactly. (laughs) The lesson, let that be a lesson to us all. Lesson learned. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
so now we have something I'm going to mispronounce a lot uh, called the <laughs> Walpurga Hausmannin. What word was I trying to pronounce the other day I couldn't do? Scheudenfreud. 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 A dose of Scheudenfreud. Um, Is it Sch- yeah, Schadenfreud. Yeah. Uh, Walpurga Hausmannin. And this was suggested to us by Maria's Demon. Yes, thank you so much. Shout out. And this is, I believe, about a witch. Uh, We love a witch. Uh, Walpurga, I'm just going to call it Walpurga, sorry. Yeah. Walpurga was a German midwife executed in one of the most famous witch trials in Germany for witchcraft, vampirism, and child murder. Walpurga worked as a licensed midwife in the city of Dillingen, Germany, for 19 years when she was arrested and accused of sorcery. She was tortured. Sorcery. And she was tortured and made a long series of confessions. She said that in 1556, as a new widow, she had worked in the city. She had made arrangements to meet a male co-worker for sex in her cottage later that evening. Ooh, fun. I know. But he did not arrive. Instead, a demon had come dressed in his clothes. (laughs) They had sex, and the night after, he returned and promised to save her from poverty. But she had to do some things for him. That's always how it works. The first thing she had to do was swear herself to Satan. After she did Mm. that, a demon called Federlin had then taken her to the real devil, after which they had wine, ate roasted babies, and had sex. Afterwards, Federlin had given had given her an ointment, which she had used to hurt people, children, and harvests. She said her demon lover, Federlin, often visited her and had sex with her, even in the streets at night and in prison. He Hot. left every time she said the name of Jesus. He what every time she said the name of Jesus? She le- he left. He left. Oh. He bounced. Well, he didn't want her talking about other guys. Yes, really. That's rude. <laughs> he got jealous. Yeah. So she also confessed to having murdered 40 children during her work as a midwife before they were baptized by applying a special salve or putting pressure on their foreheads and to having sucked their blood like a vampire. Oh, yucky. She had killed children and animals with an oil. She had eaten the children with other witches and used their hair for sorcery. Oof. And so the local authorities sends her to death. Her property was confiscated. She was taken through the city and stopped five times before they reached her place of execution. But at the first stop, they tore off her left breast and right arm. The second stop, they tore her right breast. The third, they tore the left arm. The fourth stop, the left hand. And on the place of execution, her right hand, with which she had made her oath as a midwife, was cut off. Afterward, she was burned alive at the stake. Oh, my God. After she had been burnt, her ashes were not allowed to remain on the ground, but were scooped up and dumped in a stream. So was she mentally ill? Was she a victim of anti-witch propaganda? Which I think it might be that one. Or was she a serial killer? And so when Walpurga was in prison, she was tortured without mercy. As was common during witch trials in that part of the world, the accused woman was tortured until she admitted that she was a witch. Scholars say that the story of Walpurga is sadly typical of witchcraft trials. It was common to accuse an old woman who had her own way of living, which was not understood by younger generations of being a witch. 
and they were often attacked and nobody protected them. And that's God. the story of Walpurga Hausmanin. 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 Wow. Well, gotta watch out for that. <laughs> watch out for that witch. <laughs> gotta watch out for that, man. I don't think she, she died in September 2nd, 1587. Uh, I doubt she even existed, if I'm going to be real. <laughs> really? I think this is just like some folklore that's just been uh, passed down through the ages. Yeah, it's possible. Anything's possible. That's so true, Melissa. That, I mean, I mean, I could talk about that forever. Let's hear it. <laughs> no, thanks. What else do you think is possible, Allie? <laughs> Anything. Any, like you said, anything, Melissa. Honestly, I just agree with you wholeheartedly. <laughs> I love that um, in Allie's background, it's the guy from Scream with a knife above her. And it's like she's been waiting for her to finish her podcast before he does the deed. Well, he wants to hear it. He likes the, he likes what he has to say. Yeah, he, he went, Hammersmith um, ghost? Uh, should we, should we um, read a few of our new reviews if we have any? Yes. So we have five star review from Kelly. Subject is Hong Kong boying la la la. Love you, ladies. Obsessed with the show and the Discord and the live shows and the Patreon. And just thank you for adding so much joy to my life several times a week. Thanks, Kelly. Thank you. Uh, we have to do an episode on mosquitoes because, like, what is, what's going on? There, I can't. I can't go outside anymore. I can't go outside. I can't sit in my backyard. I am, eaten alive oh like eaten alive i bought i have this like this mosquito zapper for inside the house that like emits a blue light that we mm-hmm. keep on and the mosquitoes all flock to it it's great because i would just yeah, get that bitten because martin doesn't get bit and you know what oh my god there's a blood type if you have a certain blood type you're more prone to getting yeah, mosquito bites sweet, sweet blood i've got like 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 french pastry blood and there's on 23 and me there's a trait that says prone to getting bitten by mosquitoes more and i have it oh i probably i have did you get the genetic one too you didn't get just get like your ancestry you got like the genetics too oh yeah i would be so afraid of that because isn't there the one that tells you if you have like the BRCA and like all like the cancer stuff too? yeah it does do that i got this like 10 years ago like when yeah, 23 yeah, was like, the first thing. Yeah, I yeah, it's too. crazy. It's like it I couldn't do warns it. Like, you like before you click on this, just know that like I do not this need that kind of stress in my life. with a doctor. Yeah. So yeah, I opened I it not. and I was like, yes. No, There's actually not. another thing you can do. So you can put your results from 23andMe into this other app. You can you download your raw data. Yes. And you put it through this other thing that goes like even more in depth. I yeah. what it's called. But when I've I done did that. that I got so scared I made a doctor's appointment and I like came in with this like manifesto all these like, like letters and numbers that like make no sense well no because it <laughs> no because it did because it tells you so like when you put it through this program it's the raw data you put it in the program and then it tells you like cancer risk cancer risk. like it tells you like every yeah. little bit of yeah. risk you possibly have and I like freaked out and I came in my doctor literally rolled his eyes at me and he was like I can't I bet he gets that so often ever since this ancestry <gasps> shit came up I felt I like Veda from My Girl. Yeah. Like going oh, no. in being like, I'm dying. Yeah. You need to help. It's like, it's just your, <laughs> you just ate beets. You're okay. You just ate yeah. your beets. <laughs> Oreos. I do have a higher chance of having macular degeneration. Oh, I do too. I do too. And my, my grandma has it. 
So I know I all um, all have that, but yeah, who knows? I also have this thing called hemochromatosis. What's that? And it's like how you process iron weird. Well, I can mm. tell you one thing. I'm not checking. <laughs> I don't <laughs> not even go in there. <laughs> but it's also I that's that's how I found remember that relative of that like second cousin I had who's like currently missing. Yeah. yeah. That's how I found him through 23 and me cuz I looked up all my relatives. Still See, missing I would by do the, the way. family part. I would do the family part fine. I just yeah, don't want to know like I just Well, you can do the just stuff. the family part. It's cheaper, I think. Are you calling me poor? What's the vibe? <laughs> you know, I uh, just to be, you know, <laughs> just be more conscious of your finances. <laughs> um, anyways, well, I hope everyone is having a good October. Look forward to the seance coming soon. We're in, we are in talks with John. It's going to be a nighttime vibe, candles Ooh. lit. Nighttime is the right time for ghost time. Um, <laughs> anyways, join our Patreon, patreon.com slash webcrawlers. Also, if you are interested in reality TV, uh, please listen to our yeah. uh, 90 Day Fiance podcast, which is back yeah. 90 Day Fiance Slumber Party. Uh, we have been covering the reunions and we will start covering Darcy and Stacey um, until the next 90 Day Fiance season comes up. Also, um, if you guys are into television, there's a show on NBC called Connecting. Yes, that yes, yes. It's on Thursday nights. At eight o'clock, I, I don't know. I think, but it's my husband Martin. Check your local list. He created it and wrote it and directed it. It's a it's a fun time show. It's about connecting. <laughs> we loved. We the loved Wall Street to Journal see it. gave it a rave review. Shut up! Said, That's really? incredible. They said it's Emmy worthy. <gasps> that is oh amazing. God. That's crazy. Know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, knows, I agree. Though? Um, Check it out. anyways, uh, I am, I just like, I wish I could think of more spooky names. I'm going to have to take like a good hour to just sit and really ruminate. Um, what about Allie Screamle? Allie Screamle. So there we go. I am Allie Screamle. It sounds almost like ice cream. I'm hungry. I am Murderlissa. Stutton. That's yes. so good. And I'm producer Maria. You're a Which bitch, dude. Terrifying <laughs> in itself. <laughs> All right. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Powered by ACAST. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. 
With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamline my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 